time in the making, but it's finally here. You see him the beat. Welcome to Voices of UCM. I'm your host, Olivia Gibbs, and today we're on the air with Morgan Starbuck, the organizer and current Guinness World Record holder for most mules in a single parade. Morgan, it's great to have you here. Thanks for having me. Um, so tell me a little bit about your background, what brought you to UCM. So I'm actually a Warrensburg County, born and raised. I've been here um, my whole life. Um, I applied to UCM on a whim, kind of as my backup school. And then with COVID and everything, I ended up coming here actually on the pre-med track. And so all of my freshman year, I was taking pre-med classes. And I got to about, oh, February of 2021. And I was like, hmm, this really just isn't doing it for me. So I decided to change majors by flipping a coin um, in true, I don't know, Morgan fashion. Um, so that's how I decided to um, just major in event planning. And with that, I just wanted to just fully embrace that. And I started looking for new jobs. And I ended up at the Alumni Foundation working for Tiffany Cochran. So. Okay. Um, so then you said your major is event planning? Yeah, I'm double majoring in marketing and events marketing management. Okay. Um, so what was your other option? Um, my other option was musical theater. Okay. So, you know, really just polar opposite from pre-med. Yeah. Um, so how, how do I put this? What made you interested in working at the alumni office? I know you said you were kind of on the job search. Um, I was just really looking for anything that could help boost my resume and help show me that I had made the right choice in switching majors and that this was what I wanted to pursue for the rest of my life. Because um, I know that's like a terrifying thing to do is to like think you found your passion and then you start studying it and it's like, oh, this isn't really like what I thought it was gonna be. So going and making sure that I had that real world experience of um, yes, this is what I want to do. This is where I feel comfortable. I can see myself doing this for the rest of my life. So that was my main goal was just finding a job that was first of all on campus because my other job was off campus and it was great, but it was just a lot. And so I wanted to be a student worker and to get that experience. So it's been awesome to have like Tiffany and Jackie uh, there to show me that yes, this is definitely what I want to do for the rest of my life. So yeah. So what kind like what was the description I guess of this position um so it was just on there as a student worker and I don't really remember much of it since I am an events major um Kira Solon had emailed like hey this is an opening she emails us all these different opportunities for either internships or employment so I was like on a whim one day I was like you know what I'm just gonna go for it and I didn't really read much into it beforehand and I ended up getting an interview with TIFF and it was just it was the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done because with my other job, it was like, I already knew the owner, so I didn't have to do an interview or anything. And so going into this interview, Tiff was like, hey, by the way, if you get this job, we might have you work on a world record. It was just like a blip in passing. And so when I ended up getting the job, she was like, yeah, this project's gonna be like your baby. You're going to help us set a world record. And I was like, okay, I mean, <laughs> I, I, whatever you say. So yeah, it was like, she was just asking me all like the usual interview questions about like what are you passionate about how did you end up in this major and i mean it's like i mentioned earlier like my journey's kind of funky um 
Not many people decide their majors by flipping a coin. And you know what? That's just how I ended up with this, and it's been fantastic. So, yeah, it's it was funky, but it was good. Okay, and then I don't think you said it already. What year are you? Oh, I'm a junior. A junior? Yeah. Okay. I came in with um, credit hours from dual credit in high school. So I came in as a sophomore. Um, so technically I'm a junior, but also still a sophomore, if that makes sense. I know, it gets a little yeah, funky sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. So what was your first thought when Tiffany brought to you this project? Um, it was kind of, it was really exciting, first of all, just because, I mean, as a student worker, you don't really usually get a lot of that exposure to, like, you get some exposure to your career, but you don't get a ton. And here she was, like, offering me this silver platter of, hey, event planning. Um, so it was really, it was kind of intimidating, but also really exciting to think that this was something that I could have, A, on my resume, and B, just be able to have that impact on UCM. Um, and be able to just, I don't know, uh, it was just really exciting. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, there's constantly things where, like, in life, at least I say, it's like, oh, I'm not a world record holder, but I am now. And so it's just kind of fun, and it was a neat way to make history. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so walk me through... I'm assuming you started in August. Yes. Okay. So walk me through what that was like for you since homecoming and that parade and stuff was in October. So you only had like 10 weeks or so to plan? Yeah. It was really quick. So I started in August and um, it just right off the bat, like I think my second day of work, we had an event already that wasn't related to homecoming. So I was working that my second day. And then like the ne my second week, Tiff was like, hey, it's, we got to get going on this world record thing because at the time um, there was we were like not sure if we're going to be able to make this happen or not so there was a lot of questioning and we ended up um, we were like you know what all we can do is just give it our best so it started by um, we worked with Travis Hume in the agriculture department and he was like these are some either alumni or people that he knew that might have mules or would know people who had mules and it was just me cold calling these people like hey we're trying to set a world record do you have any mules or know anyone who has any mules that would be interested in joining us so that was nerve-wracking for me because I phone calls stress me out so I understand was, yeah <laughs> so it was definitely something that I had to overcome pretty quick because I ended up calling all of the writers or reaching out on Facebook I joined a ton of mule Facebook groups um, I didn't know those existed. I didn't either. <laughs> and now my Facebook feed still is just like a bunch of mule Facebook group. It's fantastic. Um, but it was a lot of like posting on them and cold calling people and then be like, hey, do you have any mules or know anyone who'd be interested? And you'd be surprised how many people don't have mules. <laughs> like in this part of the the state yes yeah that is surprising yeah. so it just kind of made me laugh because they were like well I don't have any but I know so-and-so who has some and then they give me their number and I just call the next person and it was just cold calling people for like two or three weeks straight so it was a lot and then helping them go through our registration form and if they 
didn't have access to the internet, being sure that I was going through and doing it for them, and then reaching out once they had actually registered with, hey, here's just some basic information about where we're going to meet, when it's going to happen, what exactly we're trying to do. And because there wasn't a world record set for the largest parade of ridden mules, we had to have at least 25 mules. And I think about two months out, we had maybe 14. So it was really stressful. And all we could say was, you know what, it's going to work out. It's going to be fine. We're just going to keep going. <laughs> um, so there was a lot of just internal motivation from everyone who was a part of this. And we ended up with 50 mules, which was pretty impressive because we had 52 registered um, the day of homecoming. So to only have like, and they were still there, but the child, the riders were actually like kids and needed to be with their parents. So totally fine, safety first, you know. Right. Um, so it was really cool to like see it all come together. And that morning we were at the parking lot of the old fraternity complex at like 5.45 in the morning. It was dark, we had no lights. Um, and we were just there with paperwork. So in order to set the world record, we had to have Coggins, which is a blood test, uh, proving that the mule is a mule. So you had to do that on 50 mules? Yeah, I had to make sure I had all 50 of them either submitted beforehand or that they brought me a document that I could scan that morning. Wow. And yeah, it was a lot. Then we had, <laughs> so it was either a Coggins, a bill of sale, or there was one other birth certificate. Um, just saying, yes, this is an actual mule. Um, and so that was a lot to keep organized because for each rider and each mule we had their registration, their Coggins, and then a photo release form. So keeping all that organized was top-notch priority because we couldn't be out of, we couldn't be a mess that morning because everything was going to go really quick. And so riders started arriving, we said anywhere between 6.30 and 7.30 and we had some people who ended up staying like the night in the fraternity complex parking lot. So that was cool because like first thing we were there, there were already mules out there. There were people who had taken pictures on some of the mules that like the day before when they got there. So it was really cool to start to see everything like actually come together. And it was, it was one of the most exhilarating warnings of my life because um, all these people were coming up and it was people who I've been talking to for like you said, 10 weeks. And so I felt like I knew them. So getting to actually meet them in person was just so fun. And they were such a fun group of people. Uh, so many personalities and just, oh, it was a delight. <laughs> so getting to meet them all and talk to them like in person was fantastic. And we had like breakfast food and coffee. And it was just so good to see this like niche group of people coming together. So that was really fun for me. And to get to, like I said, communicate with them all in person and see all the mules. It was, we had some trailers coming and bring eight mules. Wow. Yeah. It was kind of intimidating, but it was at the same time so fun. And so to get them all like lined up and go down, it was really rewarding to see like all this work that I'd done since the beginning of the school year, all the cold calls, all the, I mean, we obviously there were a couple people who were like, yeah, no, I don't have meals. I don't have anyone. Obviously I didn't take that personally, but it did kind of like dampen the spirit because you're yeah. like, oh, okay, this could not happen. But you just had to stay optimistic. And so getting to like actually see it all come together was just so cool. And getting to watch them, I walked through the parade with them. Didn't plan on doing that, ended up doing it anyway. It was so fun just to see everyone in the crowd, like their expression, everyone was so excited. Like I, Warrensburg had really came together to support this world record. I mean, it was a big deal. Yeah. And so getting to see that happen and then being at the end of the, the mules as they came through and hearing that last judge um, 
click all 50 mules through. It was just like this big moment of, oh my gosh, <laughs> we did it. It's out of our hands. So we submitted everything to Guinness, like following the uh, parade. I think it was a week or two after. Um, we had to submit all of the Coggins for each mule. We had to submit um, an aerial shot of all 50 mules. We had to, we had three different judges along the path and then we had to have a surveyor come out beforehand, so we had to turn in his paperwork. It was extensive, but it was definitely worth it um, to turn it all in. And we got word either right around Thanksgiving that we had actually like achieved the world record, which was pretty fantastic. Right. Um, so to come back from Thanksgiving break and be able to celebrate that with everyone was just so much fun. Right. Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, so backtracking a little bit sorry no you're totally fine um how were you keeping everything organized so a lot of it was once they filled out the registration forms um i had a like i don't know what they're called exactly but they're just like a box where you keep like your hanging files and i had a file for each writer like a big section for each writer and then a file in it for each mule so when they printed off, or when they submitted registration, I would go through and print off their registration form, print off any of the Coggins that they included, and put those in, one for each rider, and then a Coggins for each of the mules, so that way everything was in this box, and it was all labeled, and everything was alphabetized, and it was just making sure that everything was there, and double-checking and triple-checking, and then having other people double-check and triple-check it, because we just didn't have any room for air here, because Guinness was very specific about everything that they wanted, and we didn't want to have any room for like, oh, well, you didn't have X, Y, Z for this mule. So we made sure we had everything for every single mule. Okay. And then how many people were working with you on this? So I did all of the um, communications and logistics with it, but Jackie Jackson was in charge of all the communications with Guinness and was kind of my go-to person for um, just making sure like, hey, what do I need to do? She's the one who, like I said, she communicated with um, Guinness. It was her idea and it was Tiffany Cochran's idea to even like try and go for this world record. So it was working with both of them hand in hand. Um, it was really like, it was working with Beth Rutt and making sure that like we had everything needed for um, the parade and making sure that we had like the street cleaners that would clean up after 50 right. mules. It's, it's a big mess. A friend of mine was one of them. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I don't envy that job. Me either. Yeah. I, there was a while there we were worried that we wouldn't have any street sweepers. And, you know, in the job description for this, it says other duties as assigned. And we were like, well, that could be going behind these mules with a shovel and cleaning up after them. Yeah. So that was, oh, my goodness. I can't imagine what that would have been like. So it was kind of stressful there for a little bit. But there were a ton of people who, like, worked together because um, like I said, mentioned earlier, we worked with Travis a lot. Um, we worked with, it was Jackie and Tiff and I were like the three main people on it in the alumni office. Um, but then we really couldn't have done it without Travis and without uh, the police at Warnsburg. And there's just so many people who ended up like having a hand in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> um, okay, so... You said it was really exhilarating. To, like, what was on your mind that morning? Like, what were you thinking when you woke up for that day? Um, I was thinking it was very early. Yeah. <laughs> because I, um, I had to, like, I was up and going at 4.30 in the morning. Just, I was very, it was very early, but I was very excited. Because I right. knew it was going to be, like, a very busy day, but 
this was what I had been hired for. This is the day I'd been waiting for. And I've been coming to UCM Homecoming since I was a really, like, like I said, I've been here my entire life. So this right. was my 20th UCM Homecoming. And it's like I used to march in it with my high school band. And then before that, I danced with it with center stage. So it was, I've been a part of it for forever. So to be able to, it just felt like another homecoming, but just a little bit earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was really exciting. And then all that morning, it was just, we're going to do it. It's going to go fine. Like, there was no way we weren't ready for this. And I was honestly just really excited. I loved getting to talk to everyone and getting to answer all these questions in person rather than like over the phone or over text um so it was just i honestly like there was very minimal thoughts going through my brain because it was just okay we do this and then we do this and it was just making sure everything was perfect and it was honestly so worth it because we got there that morning and it was like i said the sun wasn't even up none of the street lights were on um it was just so like okay this is actually happening and just taking that moment before any of like the trailers got there before any of the other meals were there just take a moment and be like okay we've got this it's gonna be fine um but yeah it was it was just very it was something like i can't even describe it because it was so unique so um so then i guess another question for you is like what what was it like immediately after so Immediately after um, the day of homecoming, we ended up going because uh, the Alumni Foundation was also like hosting Party in the Park. So we immediately switched from that to Party in the Park and the football game. So we were off and going already. And then at work, like the following week, um, there was a lot of making sure like we had all the paperwork and getting ready to submit all the paperwork because everything had to be uploaded onto the computer from our physical copies and anything that we had like scanned that morning had to be printed and then scanned in. So making sure we had everything and going through and organizing it so that way we could submit it officially to Guinness. And that was a time consuming process because we had to make sure we had exactly which mule which rider was on. And it was like, as long as that number matched because we made mule tags. So they had like, there, each rider had a number and making sure that number matched that mule and that rider and we had a picture of every single rider and their mule that we took that morning. So submitting all of those and making sure everything matched and lined up was very tedious. And so it took, I think, a week or two before we were even able to submit everything to Guinness. And then it was just waiting because we'd done our part and it was whether or not Guinness was gonna give us the green light. And it was waiting with bated breath because mm -hmm. it was like, okay, I know we submitted all 50 Coggins. I know we submitted all 50 phone numbers from each of the writers. I've done everything I can do. Like everything Guinness asked, we gave them 100%. So then we just had to wait. And it was a very long waiting process. I can imagine. Um, and then once we got the word back, it was, we've um, applied for, applied. We requested all these different certificates. So each uh, mule writer, can have each mule and rider has a certificate with their name on it that's like official from Guinness and all of like our judges get one so it's just now we're waiting on those it's a big waiting game right um so it's just been really fun and entertaining to see all of that going on and it's like I'm still in touch with a lot of the mule riders because they're like hey 
I haven't gotten my certificate. And I'm like, dude, me neither. <laughs> I'm still waiting on mine. So it's um, fun to be able to like now share this with like the rest of UCM and just take that time to be like, hey, we did this to celebrate 150 years. Like that's, that in itself is pretty awesome. Right. So then to be able to set a world record, it was just so fun and something that is very special and we're still working with it um, and trying to include in like our Founders Day picnic and all these different things to just be like, hey, welcome to UCM. We are world record holders, so. Yeah, um, okay, so you kind of already touched on this a little bit, but how did that feel when you got, was it a phone call, a email, confirmation? I was told from Jackie. Okay. Um, I just came in to work one morning. She's like, oh, hey, by the way, we got the world record. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, awesome. So that was just, it was so exciting because um, Tiff and Jackie found out before I knew. And so to be able to just come into the office that morning and just be like, hey, we did it. Um, was just, it made everything feel like it was so worth it because there was, like I said, all those tedious phone calls and the paperwork and just making sure everything was perfect. And it all paid off in the end because we did get it. So, yeah. Did you know that when you shop at a local business, you can create jobs, stimulate the local economy, and reduce your carbon footprint? 90% of net new jobs are created by small businesses, which makes them the largest employer nationally. And for every $100 spent at a local shop, 68 of those come back into the community because small businesses buy from more small businesses. Because of this, habitat loss and pollution caused by transportation has decreased by 26%. To learn more about the benefits of supporting small businesses in your community, Visit one in your area today. This message brought to you by your friends in UCM Digital Media Production. Okay, so how has planning this event affected kind of your experience at UCM since? So it's been really fun because I, this was on my resume, I can now put that I coordinated communication and logistics to set a Guinness World Record, which in itself is just so exciting. Um, and then since then, it's been... A lot of events we're getting ready for. Uh, we're getting ready for our Founders Day picnic coming up here in April. Um, so getting ready for that, I'm doing all like the general event planning for that. Um, and so that's super fun and finding ways to incorporate like, hey, this is something that we did and just making sure that it's still out there. And so there's a lot of planning with that. It's now all back to like uh, the more data side of everything. So just entering Oh goodness, I'm so sorry. I've you're just you're so totally lost fine. my train of thought. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely, it, while it's settled down a little, it's definitely not slowed down any. Um, it's a very fast-paced job. I love it so much. I get to work with some of the best people in the world and they're just so supportive. And it's just been so fun to see um, how excited the community got, how excited the writers got whenever we achieved this. So just being able to uh, see the way it's had such a positive impact on our campus and with everyone. It's just been, it's been a blast. Yeah. So, um, so now that you aren't focused on breaking your world, world record, what is a typical work day like for you? Um, so I'll go in. I usually give, um, anytime there's like a tour that comes through the Smizer office. So all of our campus tours come through. I go through, I tell them about, um, Smizer alumni and, Mule Nation chapters and all these different things. Tradition Keeper, which is something really big that we're pushing this semester. Um, 
Tradition Keeper is honestly, it's so fun. We've made like a list of 85 different traditions that we think everyone at UCM should do before they graduate. And if you complete so many of them, you get a medallion that you get to wear at your commencement ceremony. It's huge. That's it's exciting. so cool. I should try to do that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, it's so fun. And it's like things like going to get the red out and going to a football game. So it's just super fun. We're actually going to have at Founders Day Picnic, we're going to have um, different tradition keepers stations set up around. So that way it's going to be super easy. And if you complete, I think we have 10 traditions there. And if you complete them all, then we're going to have some UCM swag to hand out that day. So that'll be super fun. Um, but I'll give like some tours. It'll be right now, it's we're making some display cases in the union to talk about Traditions Keeper and then also our Alumni Ambassador Program. So I'm planning and designing all of those right now and then making sure like um, if we have any alumni who visit campus that we get that entered in for their volunteer hours. It's just, it's there's never a dull moment in this job. It's fantastic. There's always something to do and there's always someone new to talk to. So it's just been so fun and there's never a day when I wake up and I'm like, man, I have to go to work. Every day I get up and I'm like, I get to go to work today. And it's never the same. So it's just so exciting. And we're getting to, um, we're hiring more student workers in the alumni office. So that's super fun. And it's just, there's, you never quite know what you're going to walk into. And it's the best part of my day. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned the Founders Day picnic. Do yes. you have anything um, else coming up? Um... You know, we have the Founders Day picnic, like I mentioned, that's not till April. Um, we have some events for our alumni, and then I know we also have here before too long. Oh, I had it. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I'm sure you have a lot There's, going on. I'm trying to like go through it. Then most of our events were actually um, April was a super busy month for us. Uh, we just rescheduled our etiquette dinner. Um, that was supposed to happen, you know, the night of the big storm. So that was fun. Um, so getting that rescheduled, we have that in the end of March, and then April we have something going on every weekend. So we have things like first pitch for the baseball team and just fun little events like that. We have several different um, class reunions going on, and I know the wrestling team from some year. <laughs> it's okay. I should, I should know these more. <laughs> but yeah, um, and then we're getting ready for like family weekend too, so getting ready for all of these different events that are... They seem like they're far away now, but they'll be here before we know it. Because, I mean, spring break is, like, maybe a month out. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so early this year. Wow, you're right. Yeah. I didn't even I think know. about that. <laughs> I, was, I thought of that the other day, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> School year's basically over. Yeah. Don't say that, because I, I have to graduate in May. <laughs> oh, I'm not ready for that yet. Um, okay, so then my last question for you. Um, what kind of events would you like to plan in the future post-graduation? Like, what are you looking to get into? Um, I'm actually right now looking to get more into the marketing side of my degree. I'd really like to do, like, some social media managing. Um, I'm such a big fan of social media. I think it's such a double-edged sword. Um, but when used the right way and for the right purpose, it can really change the world and have such a big impact on that. And so it's just so fun for me to see, like, how hand-in-hand -hand event planning and marketing go because for every event you know you have to have the right marketing and all these different things that go along with promoting the event so getting to have like the event planning side um, I like social media and so being able to like manage that for like a bigger company but then also 
I would love a job like Tiffany's where she gets to work with um, event coordinating for the entire campus and for the president's office. So she gets to be involved in a little bit of everything, which is so fun. And I, I just think it's so such an interesting field to go into because there's you never quite know what you're going to get into, and there's so many possibilities. I mean, you could go into weddings. I don't think I could do that, <laughs> but I know there's some amazing wedding planners out there. And then there's people like Tiffany who have done just a little bit of everything for our campus. And it's just so fun to see the variety because I know some of my friends who are events majors, they're now working for like a hotel and are in charge of all that. So it's just, there's so many options that I really don't quite know what I want to do. And I'm really okay with that, so. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.